Hi. Hi. How goes it? I love it? our intros. Our intros yeah. are getting even simpler. It's just <laughs> pick an animal noise. <laughs> pick an animal noise that you like. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it though. There's no better way. No, you just have to kind of rush into it and whatever yeah. comes, comes. Sometimes yeah. also, it's... I like the horsey sound. It's a nice one. Yeah. There's all <laughs> kind... It's a menagerie over here today. <laughs> I love it. We, um, we're we're doing this over zoom so we can see each other and we just a second ago we're both like oh man i look so tired yeah me oh too. i God. look so tired which is good because like we're talking about fucking covid fatigue today so it's yes. apropos that yes. we both look and feel tired today but i gotta be honest like with what we do and how much we have to be quote unquote like on camera when i'm not and I'm, when I teach, I don't put makeup on, but I definitely will put a little concealer on so I don't look like Night of the Living Dead. But, you know, if I'm at home, I'm just going to let moisturizer sit on my face. I'm not going to put makeup on. Like, yeah, my my skin is so sensitive and so angry most of the time, acne prone, whatever you want to call it. But like, I'm I'm just going to have nothing on my face. I agree. I don't know how you guys do makeup um, and working out at the same time. I mean, I know I get it to some degree, but also I don't because I don't wear makeup. Um, I can't even imagine. I sweat so much that I can't even oh, think same. Of what it would be like to have like an extra layer of shit on your face. No. That you're like not wanting to smear. You know what I mean? There's never a time or place where I'm wearing mascara when I teach because I yeah. sweat so much forget yeah. it. Like, forget it. Yeah. And I have pretty dark circles under my eyes to begin with, like just skin color wise. So a little concealer definitely helps me look less tired, but yeah. it's, it is a rude awakening. When you look at yourself over zoom, sometimes you're like, Ugh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, now I got this, now I got this big microphone in front of my face. So you can barely see me. That's good. Okay. I can just hide behind this. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, um, welcome to Clubhouse, everybody. Oh, yeah. well, Look at that. Boom, we did it. Oof. Shazam. Oof, my squeaky butthole can now relax. We made it. <laughs> your squeaky butthole. Uh, you know, when you like squeeze your butthole because you're like, ooh, don't forget to do this. Ooh. Yeah. Remember yeah. that one time we didn't do it until the end of the show was like Perfect. an hour and a half later. We're like, yeah. oh, by Who the cares? way. Right. Also, oh, by the way. Listening and you don't know what you're listening to. Yeah. We got bigger questions to ask. Yeah. For all 50 listeners. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I hope people that start listening to the pod go back and listen to early stuff so they know how we got here because we still are. I mean, our goal is never to be some. I, I hate overly produced podcasts because it reminds me too much of morning radio like the bad morning radio where it was like, you know, like I'm BJ and this is the stud. Like it's just yeah. so silly and too produced. And I, I don't know. Anyways, not our vibe, not, not our, our vibe. vibe. Yes. So yeah. we in 20, this is our 20th episode. Boom. Uh, we've kind of figured out our path and like who knows where we're going and who cares for for both of us i'll speak for myself currently this is like the kind of conversations i like to hear when i'm walking around the city or i mean at home cleaning or whatever i like to just walk around and giggle 
and feel like I'm in somebody's living room talking to them. That's yeah, so I, fun. I agree. One of your favorite podcasts um, is the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. I know. I haven't like... been listening to that lately, though. Oh, really? I what, um what... I stopped during the election. I just kind of tuned oh, out much. for a little bit. Well, the guests weren't. I wasn't interested in a lot of the guests, so it was like okay. But but I haven't listened to one in a while, the undertaker from wrestling was on it. And I want to listen to that one, but yeah, oh, I kind of like hopped off for a minute. I do love this format though, where it's just like three hour conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. And the part that I was trying to highlight was like, it's just like a chat and you know, one of my favorite podcasts it, for the longest time has been my favorite murder. And yeah, one of my favorite parts of the show. I mean, I love the stories, the murder stories, obviously, um, but I like, I love the beginning part where they just like chit chat for chit -chat. a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that there's some people that like want to skip on by that stuff and, and want to get to just the stories. So um, if you're skipping by that, it's our entire podcast. So that's our entire podcast. So skip. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to want to head to the oh, next podcast goodbye. on your, your list. <laughs> goodbye. Oh my God. I got to tell you. So this, um, last week was Ben's birthday, obviously, because he was on the podcast. But then on Friday, we had a birthday party for him. I mean, and I say birthday I party. To ask you. I mean, there were like three people there, excluding Ben and I. So, and it's all people that are in our COVID circle. So yeah. uh, the goal was like Ben wanted a sort of American pie, not themed, like we're not dressing like Stifler or anything, but like a college party. And yeah. like, okay, done. So beer pong, jello shots, you know, the full nine. Well, so our schoolboy error in this was like, I got the house ready. I like took, cause the table that I sit at for work is our kitchen table and it's really long and it's cork and it's perfect for beer pong. It's even like a little bit makes it a little bit more difficult cause it's really it's long, long table. Yeah. Super long. Yeah. So we move that into the living room and just to have more space. And I made the kitchen into like a little lounge. So <laughs> we, I had been doing some stuff and then I needed to clean up and kind of vacuum, you know, just tidy before all two people got here. And, uh, when they came over, we started playing beer pong, like immediately. And Ben and I hadn't eaten breakfast or lunch. Okay. Shit. Oops. Oops. Problem. Oops. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Oh geez. Like is this why you were so quiet the day after? Tell me the rest oh, of the story. Quiet. I, know. I was literally talk about feeling every one of my 41 years. I was so hungover. And I I look back on what we drank because we were being really kind with the beer pong. We weren't filling the cups. It was like a sip and a half. Enough to make the Just cup enough. not fall over. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly it. So, um, but, and I would like to say that Madison and I fucking dominated and we were pissing Ben and James off so much because I think they just walked in thinking we're going to wipe the floor with these broads. And we were like, oh, <laughs> you're cute. <laughs> pat you, like pat you on the head. You're cute. Uh, yeah. yeah. So 
anyways, the problem was obviously the problem in this equation, because we're doing math now, is that <laughs> I did not eat anything, nor did Ben. It takes Ben. Ben won't get drunk all night. We could go to a festival. We could be pre-partying and post-partying. And Ben will never seem drunk, right? Yeah. And I say this like we don't, we're not like party animals or anything. This is like the once a month when we go a little ham. Yeah. So the night also go ham. Shit. Like, we're go in ham. Quarantine. Whatever. Fucking we're having fun. Do it. We were having yes. the best time. We were listening to all his favorite music. We made t-shirts. It, like it was so much fun. So yeah. the, Madison James ended up going home at like 1030 because we had the curfew is still in order, right? So they broke curfew, but went home in an Uber. So kind of like sneaky snakes and uh, Ben's friend, well, my friend too, but uh, his friend from work, Michelle came over and she came over probably starting at maybe like 730 and stayed until 230. And we were just chatting and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I went outside just to like stand on the terrace and get some air. And then I sat down on our bed, which was my like wrong. Cause of course, good night. I'm out. It. Yeah, yeah. So I woke up the next morning, obviously raging headache. Didn't feel great, but didn't think I was going to yak. I was like, Oh, I'm in a good place. This is fine. And then probably three hours. I, cause I pounded like three venti waters. I have my little yeah. Starbucks drinking cup, a little plastic recyclable one. And that's how I pound my water because I need a straw. That's how it works. So what yeah. I think I did was I fucked myself because I had so much liquid in my stomach from drinking all that water that then I had a tummy ache. So when I vomit, it's Linda Blair in um the exorcist. Yes. <laughs> My head spins around. It's loud. There's a full evacuation. I you get like float off the ground. A hundred. So That's it. Yes. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so I get the feeling where I'm like, okay, you got, you know, when you need to like sprint to the bathroom, it was very, it's bad. happening. It's yeah. happening. Sprinting to the bathroom and then full evacuation. And I was like, oh no. So then two more times after that, here's the problem though. I forgot one little detail. I was freaking starving when I woke up. The only thing we had in the house was a pizza that got burnt, like an oven pizza, a small one, just like a little one that got burnt that was on the stovetop. Uh, and uh, still out from the night before, obviously, and a yeah. Caesar salad that had bit like a mixed mm. one from the store, like you know, like a grab and go. Yeah. And no. that was for me, so that was all there was. So I was like, Well, I'm freaking starving, so I'm gonna eat it. So I ate it. So when I threw up, I threw up salad, and with such gusto that I, I threw up into my nose. So then no. I was blowing salad out of my nose and no. had to use my neti pot to clean my nostrils out. Like disgusting. You're a disgusting I'm human being. Dead. That's I'm dead. Terrible. Terrible. It was terrible. Oh my God. It's so yeah. funny that you're saying all this because I, when I didn't hear from you the next day, I was almost like, oh, you should knew. I reach out? Oh no. You but knew. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let them do their thing. Cause I have a feeling yesterday was a rager, but okay. Wait, why didn't you guys, do you want to know we did eat? all day? We just sat on the couch literally because like on our new couch, we can, we can put our heads next to each other and then lay our bodies full long out the opposite directions, like an L, right? Yeah. We put our duvets over us. 
We took small sips of water because for once, like Ben was actually hurting too. It's rare that he's as hungover as I am. He doesn't usually barf though. So, so we sat there until probably four, right? And then Ben looks at me and he goes, do you want some wonton soup? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I want some wonton soup. So he orders this wonton soup that was so bomb. And I was like small sipping the the broth because I was like, oh, I'm just because, you know, after you've puked, but you're freaking you're afraid. starving, you're so yeah. hungry, but you're afraid. So I was yeah. like, like eating the wontons all like gently. And I was like, OK, OK. And he goes, monkey, just eat half of it because I don't want you to boff again. I'm like, okay, fine. So I stopped and I'm like looking at it in the kitchen. I hear it calling my name because I'm so hungry. <laughs> He's like, just give it some time. Like, it's fine. And then once I kept it down, I scarfed the rest of that shit. And oh my God, F like finally yesterday felt better. But that was Ouch. an event. The hangover that lasted for like 48 hours. It. I mean, we had we had Ben makes pancake sandwiches, which is essentially like a McGriddle. Apparently I've never had a McGriddle, but it's, if like it's an anything like his pancake sandwich is, yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. Oh. So we had those, which would, um, I imagine be a hangover cure of all cures. If I hadn't been puking salad through my nose, uh, <laughs> but we didn't eat that on Saturday. So instead we had it Sunday and just chilled on the couch and you know, it was much better, much better on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, it was man. a good party. It was fun. Shit. I mean, I that so so wait a minute. Did you guys eat when you were playing beer pong? Did you all have like food that day? We like, had bought we were pizzas. Drunker? Well, because we bought just a bunch of those little oven pizzas because they're really good. The yeah, the I problem I, I usually in, we made them when you were here. Like the problem I, think I saw them on your counter in one of the photos or probably. videos that you sent me. Or we something. bought like ten sick. of them. They're like yeah. two bucks. It's crazy how cheap they are and how good they were taste. Were you drinking? Were you drinking? Um, on top of the beer, were you guys drinking the shandies? Oh yeah, we were definitely. Uh, well, Madison and I weren't for the most part, but James and Ben were. Like yeah. she and I were just drinking what we were drinking from beer pong. Wait, so, should we tell everybody what the shandy? What is it? What's it called? Turbo shandy is turbo shandy. A beer with a top of Smirnoff ice. It's so good. It's Holy so shit. good. And if you do it, if you mix it right, it takes the like kind of like out of beer. Do you know? Like, sorry to ASMR you, but no, just like that. You know, when your mouth goes like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it gives I mean? it a little bit of like <laughs> sweet and tart. It's yeah. weird. It's like, it makes it yeah. more drinkable, easier, yeah. like smoother, I guess. It's more fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? A regular shandy is a is a lemonade top, right? Mm, mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. or it's lemonade on top of beer yeah i don't have my ben's on in the room or i'd ask him but i, th yeah, I think i'm okay. pretty sure that's what it is so if we're wrong it's okay if we're wrong who cares yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> like right what's what's been going on with you this week how's your week going um well okay <laughs> i'll, I'll i'm just gonna capture it for you without trying to be like a total debbie downer about it oh but, um, should i get a <laughs> no 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 Do it's we actually have like a, it is on here i'm pretty <laughs> sure it? yeah i think uh, it's like the it's like the fail wait is it and yeah it's like uh <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 it's not that it's this it's a... <laughs> game show lose game show. um 
yeah no it's been like a good week and like a weird week i'm just like my um the real real is like my body is um just not um functioning at a hundred percent right now and mm-hmm. so and then they just like because i am almost 41 also and um like for real for real not, this is not like a ageist comment because like i'm not that like person who's like i'm so old i'm 40 like that's you'll never find me using that in an argument no. unless it's like a joke yeah because i don't feel like that um do you can you hear the church bells behind that's me? so nice it's noon here. It happens at like um, noon at three, there's a little song. And then again, at six o'clock, there's like a big one. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, it's been nice um, for these reasons. I'm like, I'm grateful because um, I did some like updates to the website. We had, it was like, um, just like work has been going well. It was some fun little partnerships like, um, we did our little stretch session on Sunday together. Oh, that was so fun. It was so fun. And um, someone- You guys, I, if you um, haven't done it, it's on Salt Drops um, IGTV. It's, it's up on there. IGTV. Yeah. yeah it's, on the dig- it's on the digital platform already too. I added If you need it a little yesterday. foam roll and a stretch. Yeah, it was super cute. And um, and even from that, like somebody reached out to me that was like, Shane, uh, I've been looking for someone to teach foam rolling that wasn't super woo-woo and all like weird. And she I would was never like, describe <laughs> myself as woo-woo. <laughs> and, and she was like, it was exactly what I've been looking for. And so we're having a chat. Like it's like work has been going well. So there's like the things that have been going well, but my body is like shutting down sometimes because of my hypothyroidism so Mm. twice in the last like two weeks I've had days where I'm like I feel like someone sucked like the energy right out of my body like it's like one of those things where you have to like think about the energy it's going to take to get up and shower yeah do I have that or not you know what I mean and um and somehow I, I had to teach on Sunday even though I was like feeling that way and it got worse throughout the day but like adrenaline's a fucker Mm. you can do some weird shit when you have Mm -hmm. adrenaline going um you know that's what carries us through as fitness instructors majority of time is like a big dose of adrenaline how do you think we do what we're doing breathe perform teach remember yeah it's It's a lot i think go on no i was gonna say it's a lot and it's um it's taxing it's all these things and so um I think the most common thing you hear from people when they come through training and have never led group fitness is I didn't think it would be this hard. That's like one of the most common things I've ever heard doing teacher trainings. And, you know, it's so interesting. I said, well, if you're going to teachers that make it look easy, then that's good. You're going to good teachers you know, but this is a no joke profession. It's a lot of energy expulsion constantly, you know, it's like energy manipulation. You're like Mm -hmm. trying to like figure out where everybody is, try to bring them onto a common playing field, Mm -hmm. but then like also lift them up together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then also remember what you're doing, (laughs) keep them safe and all the other things. (laughs) Is your music okay? Like how long have we been here? Um, I watched a video on my IGTV this week because I was looking for, I just wanted to do a workout and I don't know. Is it weird that I do my own? No. (laughs) 
It's, it's nice because I know the music and I can put the playlist on and not listen to myself talk. I can just I just think you're such myself. an incredible you're in such an incredible teacher. I don't know if people that listen well, to this podcast don't watch um, or don't know about um, Shane's classes or whatever it is. But if you don't, you're missing out because I know that we're not the be all end all and like we're not the authority, whatever. We're just we're not trying to like, be. No, that's we're just the people best with thing. We're not trying to be. Exactly. We're just people who have opinions. And like, if you want to know, I'll tell you. And I just I know a lot of instructors. I've taken lots of classes. I don't like a lot of them for lots of different reasons. And I'm nitpicky because it's what I do. It's like whatever. It's like um, but watching you teach and taking classes from you, because I watch every class. Um, if I'm not on it live, I watch it later because I type up these little captions for it. But um, just so incredible. I mean, talk about making it look easy. Your cueing is like simple and to the point. You're um, very descriptive with your um, with your um, the way you talk about how the body works. Anyway, long story short, you're great at it so taking your own class makes total sense to me it's it's a it's the the shortest distance between two points for me sometimes where it's very hard for me to turn off and that's what i like to do when i work out is just flow through the movement so i don't have to focus on some what somebody's saying and translate it and i know what i'm gonna say so (laughs) so that's why i do it which sounds psycho but i don't know i did last week's the class i taught on thursday i did that myself like four times since thursday i really enjoyed it and on this Thursday, I'm teaching a 45 minute version of the same exact class. I'm just going to add 15 minutes to it. Same thing, all clap tone. Like it was such a fun class and I enjoyed the energy and the arc of it so much that I was like, I need to make, I, you don't get those every time. And I think that's something that's hard about editing content for like, say salt drop, where you're like, we keep everything for a second. Cause you know, people revisit the, if you can't make it to the live stream, you revisit a class, but eventually you know, they get some stuff can get retired for sure. And then some will be up there forever because they're bangers, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and you, it's, it's about balancing a class and you don't get it right every single time, but sometimes you put these mixtures of postures together and you can get in this like moving meditation where it just all goes together. And then the time flies so fast and you're like, how was that 45 minutes already? How is that already over? But that's the goal. Like, and you don't, you'll never always achieve it. It's impossible because perfection's boring and you know, whatever. But I think that the simplest way to teach is just to describe what you need to feel. Like tell somebody what they're searching for, what they're needing to feel, you know? And then there's like, and there are simple ways to do that too. I think the some shortest overcom- distance between two points. That's it. That's all you need to say. Overcomplicate that piece of it so often. You're just like, just say it. And when you don't have something to say, fucking shut up. Don't say anything. Know. You know what's so funny that you just said that is like, people are like tuning out now. I, um, no, I think people fa- find this part fascinating because they're just like, um, I love hearing about like, different people's jobs and how they go about them. Cause I, it's like seeing behind the curtain a little totally. bit, yeah. but I've been watching classes of mine over. I do that. I watched it last night. I, I do the same class. thing right when it's over. I watch it and I analyze I watch, it. 
Yeah, and yeah. I just miss, I missed yesterday's class. And I watched it last night. I was actually watching a movie, and then I was like, you know what? I'd rather watch. I'd my rather watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> So I put my I put my class on and I watch it. And I was like, Dino, shut the fuck up. Shut up. A couple of losers. You know what happens though? I think sometimes to be really honest is um Do you want to come over to my house in- and watch each other teach fitness? <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, great. seriously. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I just, I find it so, um, I find it just fun to do. It's like, no one, no one is offering me feedback anymore. And if people are offering me feedback, um, I really quite honestly, like, depending on who it's coming it's like from, unsolicited. I just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care what you think. Um, <laughs> prove to me that you know better first and then we'll talk. But like some Fair. people have, and I can hear there's, I have a friend who I will not name, but has said to me before, like, yeah, sometimes I just want you to shut up. And I'm just like, whoa. Um, but I think about it sometimes when I'm teaching class, I'm like, there's a hard line between, or a really, it's a, it's a squiggly line between talking too much and not talking enough. You want the music well, to it's be. It's very close. The line is very close because y- you know, you, you're there to instruct and it's and not, not a yoga talking, class. You're boring. You know right. what I mean? Like I, you got to tell me to keep going. I'm, if it was a yin stop. yoga class. Yeah. I want you to shut up because I want to relax, but it's not, it's a high paced fitness class. So it's like, you're there to be giving timing and instructions and fun and jokes and whatever. That's your job. All the things. Yeah. 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 I do think there are sometimes there's like a little bit of room for me to let the music speak a little bit more because I just, I like it so much. But that's easier to do in person. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's totally easier to do an in-person class. Digital has been an interesting kind of medium to try and master because it, it, the whole thing is great. Every single thing you'll ever do when you teach in any different medium is great because it sharpens your teaching skills as a whole. Like, um, when I worked at Disneyland, all the different training I did there and public speaking and things like that, like all those different things plug in to the skill of teaching and sharpen your, I don't know, what what would you sharpen? Your pencil? I don't know. Yeah, yeah your pencil. Is that a weapon? <laughs> I'm going to sharpen my pencil. I'm going to get you with it. I'm going to stab you John and give Wick, you lead poison and make weapon. you go to the hospital. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I've just completely lost my train of thought. But anyway, it just that kind of stuff is like it, all that matters. It all goes into the bottom line of of yeah. being a good teacher, taking those notes, yeah. knowing when to listen to people and when to not, and yeah. you know when to let the music talk, when you need to talk, when to talk at the same time. How yeah. what music to use, what kind of music to use, at what songs to use. Like there's a reason this there's a reason why sometimes you go to a class and you're like, holy shit, I just feel like somebody like flicked my bean for 60 minutes and like, you know, kept me on the brink of orgasm and until the very, like, that's a fucking skill. That's a skill. Yeah. Knowing when to drop a song that might be familiar to bring the people back. Knowing when to drop a song that's like, will let you just kind of like go off on your own. Yes. It's like, and the timing of all that, thinking about like them and then the matching the movement with it. Anyway, listen, to land the plane. Land the fucking plane. um, I've felt some ups and some downs um, this week, and um, but I feel confident that things are on the up and up because I got back from the doctor today. We're doing more blood work. Um, my pills, I don't know, whatever. We're trying to regulate my hormones and my thyroid. So everything looks like it's on the up and up. And so I'm feeling a little bit better. 
good. You just need to Plain take landing. a break too. That's Yo, that helps. I'm, Speaking I'm, of, I want to do like a vacation. I, like I think you it's need time to for, for your birthday. I think it might be. Yeah, I think I want to rent somewhere like upstate New York and just go away. Fun. Couple days. Yeah, a couple days. Um, speaking of break, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about, um, what we've been watching, which we both watch the same exact thing, which is drag race. And we're going to talk about it. Be right back. Okay. (laughs) I was afraid to hit the, I was going to do the touchdown one, but I was afraid it was like, well, I can't remember what it actually sounded like. And I wasn't actually ready to do it. It's too jock. I know if it was too long here, I'll do my very favorite one. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm dying to know what you thought of drag race because I really enjoyed it this week. Yeah. Um, I did too. I thought that, um, I thought it was, Okay, my own. I was. I don't know if I'm allowed to give it away. I just felt like it could have been a double elimination for me. Um, it could have been a double elimination, but I thought you could turn the lip sync. I honestly. don't even think. I. I think like okay, you know, I, there's this queen um, sort of like cliche in my mind um, of like the man the way that Utica uses her mouth. I'm just like is so cliche to me and I don't know exactly how to articulate it not not like the English language isn't capable of helping me I just like don't have the words for it but his the way moves his mouth or her mouth it just makes me I'm just bored by it and I thought that that performance on um her performance as Bob Ross was so there was no Bob Ross there you can't even say Bob Ross because there was zero Bob Ross I really like Utica. Like we were saying last week, we just think she's kind of t- maybe too artsy for the season. And you have it. to see this show it. and this this contest, this program for what it is. And when you come to the show, you're going to compete on the show in its format. Its format is not going to bend to you, really. Like I just it was very like- rarely does that. When he when when he was saying I want to prove RuPaul wrong, I'm like, wah, 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 wah. The, the, I, we were like watching and talking about it, and it felt like Utica was very married to predetermined jokes that didn't work with any of the questions that RuPaul asked. No. So it nothing really made sense, and and there was no Bob Ross anywhere in her performance nothing no. no happy little trees no i'm gonna make a, no a, i know a dancing river right down the middle and over here we've got a happy mountain and, and a cheerful little tree like the voice nothing. wasn't there there was not nothing, nothing nothing bob ross and the other thing which is crazy is i don't want to wear an afro from a person who had an afro like white people can have hair like that that I mean, there were, I, there were two people on the panel, Richard Simmons and Bob who Ross, also who are both white dudes. With Africa. Yeah. yeah. It was an appropriation. I, it's like confusion it was about like what a, it actually uh, means. Which I, I can appreciate that, that Utica is trying to be sensitive. I appreciate that. 
Okay. But I also but think also- that they tried to correct her. And it was like, the problem for me is like, you gotta listen a little bit. You gotta, you gotta well, okay. So it's interesting. In. in my notes, I wrote, how are we at season 13? And queens are still not picking up the Easter eggs of advice that RuPaul drops in the walkthroughs. How about how is that possible? Figuring, figure out one silhouette that you know how to sew. Like Bianca Del Rio did with the asymmetrical gown, did it every single time and won the fucking season. Like, Pick, a, you've got to know that you've got to sew at some point in the, in the process. Like the, the fact that you're showing up, uh, who was it that showed up this time? That Oh, Simone. And I'm also like, Simone, come on, you can't come on as the fashion queen and then also like not know how to sew a garment. Like, you know, it's going to be a part of the process. It's like, are they just doing it for the drama? I don't get it. I I do think some people just think, well, I'll get by on my charisma or I'll get by on, on X, Y, or Z. But if, especially if you're going to go on drag race, know how to make one little silhouette and you'll just, you'll take the stress away from yourself. Even if it's like a, a tube dress at a stretch fabric, whatever, like that's that Figure you can out. fart the rest of it together. That's fine. But exactly. It, it's just kind of a tired storyline where it's like, okay, we get like, we, it's so boring. we get it. you didn't so come prepared, but uh, so, okay. I'm just going to go down the list really quick and say who everybody did. So like, um, Oh yeah. Spoiler alerts.com. Yeah. Forward. If you haven't watched, uh, Harriet Tubman, which was amazing, was done by Simone. That could have gone so either way. And when she confused Jennifer Lewis for Jennifer Lawrence, I almost shot my pants. I died. I, that, uh, oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. I was like, what a lucky moment for Simone that that was a, she genuinely mixed them up in her head, but made it so comedic and saved it. And like, oh, amazing. Some of them really surprised me with their like quickness. I thought it was one of the best snatch games I'd seen. And obviously there's yeah. highs and lows, but like Gottmik was Paris Hilton, which I, I died when she, she changed so her voice in the beginning from the normal Paris Hilton voice to the affected, like, ah, that's so hot, you know, I love like, it. Uh, like when when she said um, I was flying to Ibiza and she said Ibiza and then like flicked her tongue like like <laughs> I literally peed my pants I I was like oh this fucking bitch like that she's was, really good she's so smart and so 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 good she's so um, smart yeah I I literally I thought she was fantastic she's a makeup artist yeah um yeah um okay so uh, Rose was Mary Queen of Scots amazing. Yeah, that's so good. I thought it was so good. Like fully you can really understand character. No, but that made it funny. Like that totally. made it so so funny. Yeah. Um, what's uh Tina? Tina Burner was Richard Simmons, which was fine. Was I'm gonna okay. give it that. Fine. It was sure passing but, grade. Like you got it. It was like fine. Um, Candy was Patrick Star, aka Candy. It was just candy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no Patrick Star. Candy's like Vanjie. Candy was funny. You're yeah. All, yeah. Candy's funny. And so is Vanjie, but you're always that person. There's no, there's no character act. acting for you at all. No. No. Um, <laughs> What's her nuts was Tabitha Brown. Um, <laughs> What's her nuts? Olivia Lux. Olivia, I don't, I don't, I, I don't stand her either. I'm so, I'm, I'm so tired, but I, everybody was, loves her. This was such a, Abs- no, I was like I horrified, horrified. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you're going to come thinking you can do this character and not even make it funny at all. Use a old chestnut of a joke where it's like how to make a recipe and then they throw it all in the trash. And then you bring like you go buy yourself some real ribs. It was like, oh, this oh, is very, very tired. I still don't understand how she's still there. I really don't. I don't understand. She's won four challenges. So she's doing. I just don't get right. it. I know, but it just confuses me. I'm just like, somebody explain to me what is happening. Um, Like, I don't get it. Did you, uh, well, okay, never mind, never mind. Um, Denali was Jonathan Van Ness from- Loved. uh, Loved. (laughs) It was so cute from um, Queer Eye. And she's really quick. She's got great wit. So fast. You didn't get to really see that fully exposed until Snatch Game. And I think in a different season, she might have even been able to win it. But I think for something like this on a panel like this, you need some ones that you can just depend on. And she was one of those, just like Mary Queen of Scots was one of those. And Paris Hilton was the star because it was the most funny. And you would go for the absolute drop dead hysterical jokes but the others were like consistently funny all the time like top three material you know yeah for sure they were those three were fantastic and then the last did you there's two left are you ready for the this is like the two worst which was um elliot with two t's as rue mcclanahan and how very dare you how sad (laughs) I'm like, you couldn't even say anything about like paying with nature's credit card or like, can you give me like <laughs> anything? Like, did you ever even watch? She All she said was Lanai. I'm like, and she's like, come on. you If you're going to touch Golden Girls, you better do that shit so right. And so just if there's a YouTube video, I'm sure of like hits from the show that you could just like memorize pull from. Yeah. like Look at when, uh, when uh, Alyssa Edwards did um, Joan Crawford base. She basically just quoted mommy dearest during all stars yeah. too. And yeah. none of the answers made sense for the questions that she was answering, but she stuck to it and it was hysterical. Yeah. It was yeah. a complete character. Yeah. So good. Uh, and then Bob Ross was Utica and it was terrible. She was yeah. eating green paint, paint at one point. Oh God. And everybody was like, and the worst part, honestly, is the next day they show up in the workroom and like the two worst thought that they had done okay. Like, no, I always it makes wonder about like, that. What's happening there that you're not able to read the room? Is that is that a defense mechanism around hmm. the other queens, or is it like know. is it pure insanity? Because otherwise, what else could it be? You have to know. You didn't land one joke. Everyone was awkward. The judges were like shaking their head, no, no. <laughs> like no. what did you miss? It wasn't funny at all. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Like you must have missed something. No, it wasn't good. But it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was super funny. I thought Gottmik definitely deserved to win. Her runways was amazing. The whole runway yeah. was great. It was, the Simone's show, was a great it, runway. Yeah, it was a good episode. Great episode. Great yeah. episode. I, I love um, Snatch Game so much. And it's just like, because it's like half awesome and half awkward. Oh, totally. Shit. It's great Every TV. Time. Yeah, it's really, I mean, really fun. At the end of the day, all of Drag Race is great TV. 
but it's yeah. fun to talk about TV. It's fun to have an opinion, whatever. But opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them. Boom shakalaka. Speaking <laughs> of assholes. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, did you watch the Oprah interview with Meghan Markle and Harry? I didn't. No, I haven't you know, seen it yet. But sometimes I feel like it's better to just like catch the um the highlights. The highlights, because totally. I, I I also heard I, like CJ was kind of posting about it on Instagram, and it was um like it's pretty shocking. Know, at, but at first it was a little boring. It was kind of snoozy, and then it got like it got really juicy. And I just I don't know. I look at it, and I still feel like some of the stuff is a little problematic and I don't I'm just like I, not I also surprised don't care that much yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised, surprised. this is, should not be shocking after what Princess Diana went through and what the what the British monarchy is and what like this should not shock anyone <laughs> yeah I mean you know? so it's what's disgusting but it, one of the conversations um that typically I'm sure happens behind closed doors was like someone shed some light on it, which there you go. Um, you know, that's which hey, gross. if you go on Oprah to shed light on it, then boom shakalaka. Yeah. Get also, your, like it's life. like so celebritized this whole thing. I, I just I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have opinions all over the place about it, but no, I haven't watched it. Well, um, we're gonna talk about pandemic fatigue. We're gonna take a quick mm. break. We'll be back in like two secs. Two sucks. Hey there, Houseketeers. It's your girl, Shane. I'm coming to tell you about my spinoff podcast called Clubhouse Binge, a podcast discussion about the most binge-worthy movies, music, and TV. I'm talking about the stuff you go back to over and over and over again because it makes you feel good. These are those shows that you put in the background while you work or while you clean. You know the characters. They're like your friends. You can always count on them. These are the records that soundtracked your life, the movies that you watched over and over as a kid. I've got a really fun roster of guests coming on to help me geek out on the power of nostalgia and just how good those vibes are. So join me for lots of laughs as we dive deep into the magic of media on Clubhouse Binge. All right, now back to your two favorite ding-dongs. All right. That, of course, the Rasta horn signifies us talking about pandemic fatigue. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> come on, ride the, come on, ride the woo, COVID woo, train. Woo, woo. COVID train. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all feel. ready to get feel... off the COVID train. I'm, we're over it. Over it. Over it. I'm ready to go places. I'm ready to be back in the studio teaching. I'm ready to find some rhythm in my life rhythm as a dance right <laughs> that, yeah. every time i say the word rhythm that's all i hear yeah i mean it's a you good can song feel it, you can feel it rhythm <laughs> rhythm you can feel it you can feel it rhythm right god those play, those songs live in such a fun place in our brains oh god forever um, for the rest yeah of but you know time sometimes it feels like the days um and you know like i know that we're not in look it's not a woe is me like situation. It's an acknowledgement that I feel like there is a weight, a heaviness to mm. having your life or having you having to be forced to change, adopt new habits and accommodate for so much in such a short amount of time. And then 
um, have it be so prolonged like this and then still have so much uncertainty laying on the other side that like I just don't think anyone really fully and maybe they do and maybe I'm just like not tapped into that conversation yet but like the impact is profound well and humans as a species are very good at adapting to change quickly and not needing things to take evolutionary change to you know it's like think a year ago you didn't wear a mask well a year ago you did but two years ago you didn't bring a mask with you wherever you went and now you do and it's a quick adaptive change that you made to your surroundings yeah but anything like this it's hard to find your motivation it's hard to sometimes just get through a day an hour, whatever it is. I know, um, I just want to read, I put a survey on the Instagram yesterday um, about what people were struggling most with and if there's anything that they did that was fun to try and pass the time. Um, mm. And it was interesting. The, the responses, I'm going to go, here we go. Okay. So loneliness was one, which definitely, I mean, even though Mm. Ben and I live together, there are, it's, it's a different kind of loneliness perhaps, um, or just a longing to be around other humans in group settings, um, Mm. sleep which uh, this person said it's been whack the whole time, bad dreams, scrolling dreams, which I've definitely had those, Um, you know, which is weird, but I've definitely experienced that where your, your brain is like scrolling and you get it. Of course we're on our social media all the time. Um, I have one that says hard, not feeling a sense of purpose. I work in healthcare and it feels like we're fighting a losing battle, but that's coming from somebody who works in healthcare. Like what an insane and a, and a sad thing, you know, um, another one says the unknown, not having a timeline, the yo-yo of emotions. Like I hear you, I see you. The yo-yo of emotions is so real. And like, when we say sometimes it's just getting through the day, that's it. It's getting from a to B and, Mm. and doing whatever you can in that space. But sometimes it's not going to be what you thought that like, that's enough, you know? And yeah. sometimes it's hard to, to tell yourself that and to accept that because we as productive people and humans in our regular lives are used to producing on a certain level. And when when something like this happens, it's so unprecedented. It's like you're having to progress through unlearning stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. Missing, uh, missing family and friends so hard it hurts. Work gone and severe lack of alone time and lack of balance with kids. And then the next one after it says homeschooling again, kids. Yeah. Like, um, not being able to travel home this week's marks a year since I saw my dad, uh, feeling like my creativity is on autopilot and no feeling, uh, and not feeling inspired or motivated. Totally. Um, and I think the thing that's the reason why I put that survey out there is because sometimes it's something that I noticed with dealing with my dad's illness. Something that helped a lot with me is just knowing that other people felt the same way, you know, and like knowing that you're not alone 
and, and whatever form you choose to get your, like, whether it's listening to podcasts, listening to music, like whatever, knowing that you're not alone and hearing things read out where you're like, Oh, that's me. I, okay. Somebody else is experiencing that it's validating and it's validating to know that you're not, if you can't drag yourself off the couch one day because you just can't do it, it's fine. You know, yeah. like <laughs> also it's okay to like say these things out loud. Yes. You know what I mean, you yes. know, that, that piece of it, I know is like super vulnerable, but also fuck, what are you going to, how are you going to use it against me? Oh, that one time you said, you like said out loud that you were anxious and had like, you had depression. It's like, yeah. 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 Like, okay. oh, sorry. I'm allowed <laughs> to have bad weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a Starburst right now, which is not a real bad. Starburst. It's a Frutatella, but I oh. can't help but I'm just going to back up for my mic because like I'm looking at it. It looks so freaking good. Oh, I want candy. I'm trying to support myself just through the pandemic. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed. I am. I, I say go for it. I'm just staying um, far enough away so it doesn't turn into a chewing ASMR podcast, which actually yeah, whatever people like it. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise, skip ahead. Um, yeah, no, I. Um, What's like the main ma- way you're affected? Um, <laughs> as, as the as the smile ran away from his face. Yeah, I in, in like I don't even know how to pinpoint my, um, everything that I do. I do from home now. Um, and energetically I'm, my output is more, Mm -hmm. um, but on my input, like my stimulation is on like low and what we do for work requires like a little bit of like innovation. And so the output is really high. And, um, so I just feel tired. Why don't you just teach the same class? I teach <laughs> and then we'll just put up one of them or newsflash no one would notice if we put the same one up because they'd be like that was fun I would do yeah. the same class all fucking month I, I don't even care I yeah, like knowing we, what's coming next it's hard to it's hard to like meet everybody's expectations some some people like are like I'm never gonna I don't want to go and take an older class for no for well, no other reason I'm just like I don't know how to help you good news is there's a there's a live streaming class every single day so every day and even if it wasn't there's also a hundred other ones there you know like there's a level of self um everybody's got their own interactive ways you know yeah, like how they yeah. interact with yeah fat fast I was going to say fashion, fitness, not fashion. <laughs> fashion and fitness. <laughs> yeah, all those um, what else? I've been watching lots of TV. I do lots of scrolling on my phone. Um, I think the muscles in my neck have like sincerely, I think they've adapted to mm. like looking down more Probably um, over the last year. And um, fuck, I'm going to be turning 41 is at least my second quarantine birthday. Um yeah, man, there's just a lot of shit that comes along with it. I'm watching too much TV. I'm drinking too much. Um, yeah. What else? Um, but it's also been good for me in other ways, learning different tech ways to communicate with people. Like I FaceTime almost every day with somebody. 
Um, so there, I'm like seeing my mom more often. Um, that's good. You know, like just like stuff like that, connecting with friends that like I hadn't connected with and, um, in a little while. And I don't know, but I've also haven't seen my mom in over a year and a half. Just stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird if you've never been away from people for that long, you know, if you're not used to it. Yeah. Like I want to smell her. Oh, me. Oh, my mom smells so good. She smells yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, so I read something yesterday and I put it aside because I wanted to share it on the podcast because I thought it really applied. Um, and it was something that I was like, Ooh, I've never thought of it that way. I'm going to attempt this and I'm reading, I've, I've, I've read once and I'm reading through again, this book called atomic habits. And mm-hmm. it's about like little changes that make big results great book. Love it. Would recommend it. And I'm almost using it like a textbook. So when I read this, I thought it was interesting because it was like a scientific study, but in a larger article about pandemic fatigue. So it's, it's like a really short paragraph and I'm just going to read it to you really quick. Um, okay. So behavioral scientists have discovered a psychological principle of motivation that we can use to our advantage to help us overcome pandemic fatigue. They call it the small area hypothesis. The idea here is that motivation to achieve a goal is often based on perspective. At the beginning of an effort, most people find motivation by reflecting on what they've already accomplished. I thought that was interesting because it's true. Like, think of all these things that I've done to get to this place, you know? And then towards the end, we tend to find the motivation by reflecting on what is left to achieve. So like, I only have two classes left or I only have, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Motivation falters when we look uh, the wrong way at the wrong time. And that might be what is happening during the pandemic right now. So it's pieces of advice are first stop looking back on the past because there's no, uh, that is no longer going to motivate, avoid counting up the number of days it has been since you've seen your friends or family at this point, that number likely is very large and may not help you to find the resolve to continue on. Uh, so the way I think of it is like, I'm definitely going to go to California to see my mom soon. It'll probably be after I get a vaccination, which I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm trying to think like, okay, summer, you know, and just putting my thoughts forward. This is how I'm applying these things that I read last night. Mm -hmm. Um, second set smaller goals to stay energized, set a goal for one month to engage in something that could increase health and happiness. So like maybe you do salt drop for a month or maybe you bake every night for a month, whatever it is. After the first week and a half, look back on what you've accomplished and how you feel with one week to go. Think about what you can still do with the time that remains for that month's goal. And then uh, with the start of a new month, start the process again with something else, which I know all of this might seem so simple or so small, but it could, could be something as stupid as like, try to tie my shoes with my left hand or just something, something to focus your energy where you're not like worrying needlessly. Cause that's where we go. Like our brains yeah. will go to worry immediately that, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's where I go. Yeah. Um, so Finally, this is the last little thing. Finally, tempt yourself with short-term rewards. Immediate rewards are key to sustaining long-term goals. 
um, like New Year's resolutions kind of things. Behavioral scientists found that resolutions people stuck to two months after the new year were the ones tied to immediate and instantly enjoyable re uh, rewards, which who, I mean, who even does New Year's resolutions anymore? But it's so true. It's like, if there's not yeah. something immediately, like what do people, mo people do dry January. So in a month in February, you get to drink again because you're, you know, you're going to, and you're just drying out beginning of the year, whatever. But if it was like dry January through March, you probably wouldn't do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, last year, last year, I, I don't know. last year I did it. I started drinking when pandemic started. I was, I went all the way. Through you went January. from January to March. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I had like Damn. two sips of champagne at somebody's something or whatever. And then you were wasted <laughs> and then you were and and then we the went away street from slurring your words going, hey, yeah, everybody has strawberry gum. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Can I do you love strawberry gum. Strawberry gum, you guys. <laughs> I love have a baba. So good. <laughs> Come over here. Let's talk. I want to talk to you about something. Oh my god, I haven't been that drunk, and I don't even know. No, I don't think I've well, ever been that drunk ever. No, but I do love doing that drunk girl voice because we've all been talking to her at one point at a party. Oh, I was, oh yeah, I know her for sure. Whose friend are you? You know Tyler. Oh, oh yeah, Tyler told me about you. You're cute. Tyler's secret. Yeah. You guys Karen have algebra. Tyler, you're cute. Do you shave your beard <laughs> or is it always like that? Oh my god, that's nice. I, I have a cat at home and she licks her butthole, but shh, don't tell anybody. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. That girl. Um. Okay. So I also asked the peeps. Oh yeah what they were doing to keep busy and oh yeah this is the part that i'm excited to hear me too and i made a list of some funny things and fun things and i thought we could expand on it um okay work <laughs> which i guess that's fun but yeah. work okay um pickleball like a grandma i don't know what pickleball is but it sounds awesome and i'm gonna google it okay um hot sauce collecting oh <laughs> I mean, yes. Sure. Um, this is good. Been trying to brush my teeth left-handed. Sounds dumb, but really keeps you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, baking every weekend. <laughs> Me too, girl. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, card games, board games, dice games, puzzles. Our collection has tripled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, open water swimming and caring for household plants has literally saved me some days. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, puzzles. It actually says puzzles. He, he, he. <laughs> I, have, I have a couple puzzles that I got in anticipation of feeling like I wanted to do one, but I haven't. Let me just tell you something about me. I've never in my life wanted to do a puzzle. No. Like a physical puzzle? No. A mind puzzle? Sure. A puzzle oh. like a, a Nintendo puzzle? Yes. You've but given somebody a hand like a 10 for 10 minutes while they were building if the puzzle, it's a puzzle, right? If it's a two-year-old that has like five pieces to the puzzle, then yes. If it's a but anything more than than 20 piece puzzle, no thanks. No. Gotta go. oh. No. All right. 
No interest. My grandparents kid, used to, to do huge ones. Oh, I, my grandparents up in Arrowhead used to have like this massive table and they would put these big puzzles on it. And I was like, what a W-O-T. <laughs> Waste of time. And that's when I was like four. I was like, no, this is not this better. is not the jam. I have other, yeah. we could be making cookies on that big table. We could be yeah. like- you could be eating cookies while top. putting Ooh. the puzzle together. No, because then somebody's gonna be like, "Ooh, you're getting crumbs all over the puzzle," and be like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" And like, you know, then it's all right. gonna kick off. Fuck your puzzle. Uh, and then the last one says, "I've been doing air bass in an imaginary <laughs> band and set list before my shower every day." <laughs> Fuck yeah. I didn't know if people wanted me to share their names like with like with what they said, but now nah, let's let it be. I'll just let it be ambiguous. And then if for our next if for our next like little let survey we take, I'll I'm gonna say I'll say your name. I guess it just depends on how personal it is, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um okay. I love that. So I made a list of a couple and we can just do this together because I'm sure you'll have ones to add. Um this was fun. <laughs> This one I read on the internet. Put together the most attractive charcuterie board possible, but you can only use foods you already have in your fridge and covered. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That would not be cute. I got to tell you, though, today Ben had, had like a little ready-made pasta from like the grocery store, and there was really like, quote unquote, nothing for me to have for lunch because it's just a one ser a single serve pasta yeah. um and so he's like oh i could whip something up he made me the most delicious mushroom pasta for lunch that i've basically ever had in my life out of nothing in the fridge so yeah. this game for him would be amazing would be this easy. game for yeah. me is a nightmare i'm like i don't even know where to start i don't got nothing. i'm like there's an oreo cookie right here um i have a couple <laughs> sunflower seeds from a salad i made and there's some here's an olive in the back an olive i have a quarter a bottle of wine and some yeah. honey that's good, fun. right? That's actually, yeah. yeah, I would fuck with that. I'd eat that. that. I eat it. We sometimes have, um, what's that called? Chorizo. We eat that a yeah. lot, but you could, you could fuck some, some chorizo, right? Like, uh, yeah. That's hella sausage. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> learn something on YouTube. That's cute. Yeah, I do. Yep. That's good. Like, learn how to. Great. whatever literally it's there I, mean, <laughs> I, do it, I do it for like um apps and stuff like if i'm interested in an app i'll look up like a how to use Ooh, that app on I love YouTube. a how-to video yeah yeah and like you can get ones for like two minutes and it'll be like run down the whole thing or i recently just watched a youtube video on um it was like three minute history of um WandaVision. And it Ooh. was like three minutes about the Scarlet Witch. And it like goes traces her entire story in three minutes. I like and that. it's done by it's done by that Olsen girl who played her. Well, I love it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, this is a good one. I do this when I get really high. Um, put on a TV show and mute the sound and make up your own dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Uh this is another one I do. Try on all your clothes. Yeah. You can go can through your clothes it. too, but I just try them on because I like to have fashion shows. Yeah. Um, camp indoors with a blanket fort, blanket, some pillows, popcorn, 
movies. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, acquire a foam roller and treat yourself to some self massage, which we have a video up right now on salt drop of foam rolling and stretching. Yep. What else? Um, I thought this was funny. Create a Google document of shows or movies you're watching and share it with your family and friends. I like that because you could put like a little review in the column and be like, this is amazing. Watch this for sure. Oh my God. What a great idea. Right? Like how have we not started this before? Is there, is there like, um, I wonder we should Google it. Um, I, there's a template for this. Oh, I'm sure there is. That already exists. You know what I bought? Um, I was kind of updating some documents on my computer and I bought a, um, just a resume template to kind of update. I just always like to have a current version of my resume. Um, and it, the style of it looked a little dated, so I needed to update it. And I bought one on Etsy and it was like $4. It was amazing. Yeah. And it's lovely. Yeah. Everything you could ever want ever in your whole life, in your whole life. I'm serious. If you're thinking to yourself like, Oh, how am I going to do X? And you're running like a small business. It's seriously, there's like a Google search that you can use um that will point you in the right direction and there's like everything oh, i thought like, you was gonna say that you could get it on etsy you <laughs> can probably also get it on etsy um but yeah i mean if you're confused about forms or you're confused about how to create something or you have questions about x or you need a copywriter or whatever it is there's like everything. a website that will help you find someone who's like looking for work by the hour yes, and so they bad. will do whatever you need <laughs> And then you're paying you know? it forward. Then you're helping somebody else out. You're also do what you're good at. Out. I'm totally. so bad at this. I wish I could take my own advice, but do what you're good at. Let someone else do the rest. You know, yeah. sometimes you're like, well, I have the time I could do it. You're like, but someone else could do it better and faster. Yeah. I'm just turning on my light because it's got the sun. It's dark gone. there. The sun has gone down and I've completely lost my light. Oh, criminy. That's bright. That's so bright. Oh my God. Holy shit. And now I'm blind. Wow. Now I'm hideous is what that is. No, you're blind. Can you turn it down? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's turning it down. Let's first of all, let's change. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Now I feel like I'm going to tell you a scary story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a good one that we both appreciate. Uh, dye your hair a new color. No one needs to see it if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Meow, meow, meow. yeah. Has also, been so many different colors during this pandemic. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, or shave your head, or yes. then grow it back out, and then dye it, or it, whatever. It's just fucking hair. And it always and it grows back, and if it doesn't, who cares? Yeah, well, look, you, you can dye it, your hair blonde. And if you're like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I ever did. Shave guess it. what? You can just go back and be like, hey, can you make this brown again? And they're like, sure. Do you want to know my favorite way to have my head shaved? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. But I'm getting to a point where I'm too old now, or I'm getting to the point where it definitely takes you like five good years to grow your hair completely out from a shaved head. And my forehead now is too wrinkly to like not have the option of bangs at this point it without getting Botox or, you know, without actively working against that it's get, she getting too wrinkly. So why was I talking? Are you down for Botox? Oh, I've had Botox. I had Botox when I lived in New York, but you know, it wears off. I haven't since I've lived here. Yeah. 
Um, I'm all for it, man. Like, I don't like tons of plastic surgery on the face because I like the way age looks. Like, I think age looks beautiful. Like, there's an, I, I think like Lauren Hutton, you know, what an incredible beauty. Sophia my, Lauren. Yes, those are my, I mean, my mother is who I want to look like, but the, I don't mind a little bit of age. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, I had another good one. Um, if you don't, like, a lot of people, I, I love, we don't have a ton of options because of the size of our place, but I love rearranging the furniture, and it definitely yeah. gives you a fresh spin on your place. Um, this was funny. Get a free trial of a streaming service and binge watch as much as you can before it expires. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. You're like, all right, guys, are you ready? We're gonna get Netflix for one week. We're gonna watch everything. We're gonna do Bridgerton. Yeah. We're gonna do it's like all of it in one shot. Are you ready? Yeah, do it. Guess who just walked in? It's Benny C. Benny C's in the house. You aren't gonna say hi. No. <laughs> well, can hey, the, can you turn the light on for me? Because my ring light is burning my retina in half. Yeah. It's, oh, God, you're uh, the best. Thank you. So nice. Oh, such an improvement. Um, oh, Benny, can you get us a sweet of some kind, like a cookie, maybe? I want one. A cookie. Okay, so there's this, this is so embarrassing, but there's this restaurant, um, like not far from where we are, called Sea Salt and Chocolate that mm. have literally the best american style cookies chocolate chip red velvet cookie m&m cookie but through the like thicker really soft but with that crispy outer like the perfect fucking cookie it's perfect Yum. and that's me saying that you know i am cookie monster like that is yep. the highest compliment so if you look on my uber eats account <laughs> <laughs> The last like 27 orders have been from this. That's all I get. I get Ben a piece of red velvet cake and I get me a, a chocolate chip cookie. And oh man. Oh my gosh. That sounds oh, so good to gosh. me. Oh, so good. So delicious. Oh, so good. I mean, I want that I'm right not now. really, I'm not so much into cake and stuff like I, i'll eat no it. i'd much rather have a cookie than cake. but i'll eat i yeah or a brownie i love a brownie on a, once you get started with a cookie and there's options like if there's like um you know five or six different types of cookies there you're like oh man you have to at least sample each of them and then yeah. you probably want to go back for seconds for some of them right and then probably finish a couple of them too a couple <laughs> 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 oh i love cookies so much you know it was the, one of my favorite like things about when i first moved out of my parents house was like we didn't have you could buy food i could buy whatever i wanted like and <laughs> yeah. we didn't have sugar cereal growing up like not really ever which is good you know like hats off to my parents for throwing the gauntlet down but uh my granddad my mom's dad would sometimes bring lucky charms when they would come oh. visit oh my gosh and so when i would go buy my own 
box of Lucky Charms, just be like, yeah, like oh, so good. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. Yo, so I good. when I went to college, my mom like never really let us mess with McDonald's because my mom cooks. She was like, I'll make you a stupid cheeseburger. Um, like, but my. I know. And then when I went to college, I, yo, I was in the, the Mc- McDonald's, man. I had my car with me. I was straight up like in the McDonald's drive through for the first two years. Like, I'll take two plain double cheeseburgers, please. Thank you. And <laughs> plain, um, extra... nothing on them dry. No, no cheese, plain double cheeseburgers. But nothing so like, on them. Like no, no ketchup, onions, onions no ke- pickles. Nothing. Now <gasps> I can do a normal. It, back then, I just wasn't into it. Um, I still wouldn't get the onions. I'm not, I don't really like onions. Um, do you want to know not- what blew my mind in half is moving to different countries and seeing their McDonald's menus. It's so different. Uh, it's so different. Yeah. It's so different. Like yeah, here, they the don't same. just have cheat like a cheeseburger. You, they don't have it. So now I finally figured my order out. It's not like often that we get McDonald's, but you know, every once in a while, you got to have a dirty Mac. I always get a, a the Big Mac is done with three breads, right? I think right? so. Yeah, at that... the centerpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big it has Mac? the centerpiece. Okay. Yeah. I get that because I like the onions on that because it's like the onions on a cheeseburger. It's the really tiny ones, the really like small chopped onions, and I like that. And I don't like ketchup on hamburgers or cheeseburgers. I don't oh. like mustard or burger sauce. Oh, I like ketchup see... on French fries though, but not on cheeseburgers. That's cr- yeah. We have different cheeseburger orders then, because yeah. um, I like I'll do ketchup on it. I also really like mustard. Or, I mean mayonnaise, but I really don't like mustard. You don't um, like mustard ever on anything. No, no oh the God. only honey mustard. There's some honey mustard that I can fuck with, but usually if I see mustard on it, it's the only thing I can taste, and I don't like it. So you like if it's on a sandwich, squeeze I'm done. mustard okay. on my body, and I will oh, eat it. Yuck. I will lick it up i love mustard i love it they have mustard soup here i had never had that in my whole life it is delicious it's so good i love it i remember going to germany the first time and having mustard on a legit pretzel i was like dude okay auntie ann's better come for this because i could with certain things like a pretzel like that, that sounds like I could have like a dot of mustard on it. There's some places where it feels like, okay, a little bit. Okay. You know when it's like there's a little bit in the salad dressing? I or... want it the whole, I want like honey mustard salad dressing. Delicious. Yeah, I mean, I, I can do honey mustard. Some of, Most of them I can do. I like hot mustard, like Grey Poupon. I want all, <laughs> I want all that. If it's got mustard in it, if it's got dill in it, sign me up. Give me all that. Yum. Yeah. Yum, yum. Give me there's that. Um, there's a new sandwich shop around the corner um, from here. It used to be, it's been a hundred different things, um, but they make big bomb ass sandwiches. It's just a little, it's just a little intimidating. It looks Wait, like, like um, a hoagie, it, like an like an Italian place, like a big hoagie. Yes, but oh. like um, even bigger and sloppier kind of like fancier sandwiches too. Yeah. And but it looks like um, there's like a system, and I'm like sure. a you don't little intimidated. I don't know. Yet. I'm like, <laughs> I just keep walking by it. Like I really want to go in today, but I don't know if I'm ready for like. I don't but your be social anxiety at. keeps you outside. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't gone in yet. 
you're like, okay, I need to you cut to like a montage of you outside of there, like with the Rocky music playing. And you're watching it. You're going and practicing. You can do it. You're going like to Subway to practice. You're like pointing to all the different things that you want. And then you come out with the sub and you hold it over your head. And then you go into this new place finally. And I do it all wrong. And you do it all wrong and you walk out with your head hanging down. I saw the whole thing happening. Yeah. I even walked in. I get it. I walked in and I spun right around. I was like, I looked around. The menu was like this whole big thing. And I was just like, and I turned around. There was like a small fridge full of stuff. And I was like, I I got to get out of here. Uh, yeah. 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 I got like I got that the first time I went into Voodoo Donuts in Portland because it's always busy. You always have to wait in line. And when you get to the front, you got 10 seconds you to give like your 10 order. seconds to give your order. But the thing is, all the donuts are so wackadoodle. It's not like, give me a crawler, a bear claw, a this, that. It's like, uh, can I have the hibiscus? Loop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Fruit Loop covered um, cake donut with, yeah, it's ri- ridiculous. Uh, so I, I've only went in there like once when I lived there because yeah, I don't like places like that. You want the experience to be a little bit smoother, you know, and then once you know, you're fine, but then I know you got to go with someone who knows like all the main cities I've lived in. I know the best donut shop for sure, because if there's something that I love in this life and oh my God, my mouth just started watering. Cause I could taste Royal donuts and burgers by my mom's house. Their cake donut with rainbow sprinkles and vanilla frosting is the best thing I've ever tasted. It's uh, uh, so good. I can literally feel it in my mouth right now. That have you had it. like a fresh one before? Like where yeah, it was bitch, like, I've yeah, had a fresh one. When Ben and I first get there, when we first get to California and we're jet lag as hell and we wake up at like three in the morning, you better believe we are at Royal Donuts and Burgers at 5 a.m. when they open to get a dozen. My mom yeah. wants a crumb. Ben wants a cream field. I want a, fr- uh, a sprinky. And that's just it. <laughs> done a sprinky a sprinky we get a couple (laughs) my friend this one time when i first moved to new york he was like i know the best donut place in new jersey i was like bullshit show me and then we got in his car he lived like up upper like above midtown but not too far above midtown i don't know 70s somewhere in there Okay. We drove to fucking New Jersey to get these donuts because he was like, oh, they're fucking good. They're amazing. And they were. They were fucking good. They were amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was late. We went there late. It was like 3 a.m. It was great. What's your favorite donut place in New York? Whew. Probably that one. That's one. Of the, that's New Jersey. But that was one of the best ones I've ever had. I, you know, it's funny about donuts in New York. When I was in New York, I was much more into um, bagels. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would much rather get a bagel and a schmear than a donut, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. Because it's just yeah. far superior. Yeah, I think we do bagels here better. Yeah, for sure. And, I and think then you're if right. I didn't get that, if I didn't get a bagel, I got an egg sandwich. And a, a bagel or a donut would have been lower than that on my list. Yeah. I think when you're walking that much, especially commuting, when I was commuting in from Brooklyn and working for free people, by the time I got into the city, I was 
starving. I was ready for yeah. a cup of coffee, something to eat to fuel me mm -hmm. until lunch. And this was early in the morning, 7 a.m. So I needed to get to like noon or one. And there was a great little bodega right by my office. I would get either a bagel and cream cheese with salmon and, you know, tomato, whatever, or an egg sandwich. Yeah. And that was I love that's that's one of the nice things about just living in the city is that you can um that stuff is so easy. You can just grab anything anytime. There's and it probably tastes a good. Deli. It always yeah, tastes good. Deli that's making it fresh like mm -hmm. 10 feet away right from in front you of are. you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I love that. How did we start talking about egg sandwiches after talking about pandemic fatigue? <laughs> I think we were just talking about lear learning to cook, bake every weekend, and then that took us on a ride. So good. Well, this has been fantastic. Um, I loved it. If you want to get in touch with us, you know where to, I was going to say call. <laughs> yeah, call Can you us. imagine if we had a phone number? Call, call us, us five, five, five. 800 clubhouse Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at clubhousepod at gmail.com. C-L-U-B-H-U-I-S. Please. Who is it? <laughs> Hello, uh, who is it? Who is it? Uh, I always post the pictures. I don't think we talked about anything that I need to post in this episode, did I? No. But I always post the stuff we talk about if there's pictures connected. Um, there's a funny one from last week of Ben's gag set and with his finger with a nail through it. Uh, so those are good. Go back and see those. That's at Clubhouse Pod on Instagram. Yeah. Ooh, he just brought me chocolate chip cookies. You're the bomb. Oh, oh God. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's it. everything, right? That was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, please send us an email. Hit us send up. Send us an email. Hit us Shoot up. Shoot us a DM. Yeah, don't yeah. be shy. Let us know what you thought about Drag Race if you watched it. Let us know what you think about any of the TV we've watched. Ben's yeah, going to take a jello a shot right now because there's some left in the fridge. That's do awesome. It, do, do it. Do it. Do it. College. Yeah. College. I love it. College. Um, and right. we will talk to you all next week. Word. Word.